Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Uh, when we inform our members of an upcoming game, sometimes we get a rather large response. In those cases, we often play the game twice, once with me as a character, and the second time with me as the GM. Our scenario is the pipeline, which we just played a few weeks ago, and this will be our second version. It was written by Alex Gillot and DeVay Brian Jackson. I am the Game Master, and this is episode one. Uh, so without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. <clears throat> it's late October, 1985. You have been hired by the Exxon Corporation to investigate the sudden communications loss at their new pumping station, EBC-31 in British Columbia. The station was due to begin operations 10 days ago, but communications went down before that could happen. Exxon suspects that the problem may be caused by a radical eco-terrorist group called the North Wind. There has been incidents involving these people before. In the past, they have shown little regard for human life, and Exxon does not want to take any chances. Recently, the most vocal group in protest of the pipeline are the members of the Talton tribe of American Indians. It's suspected that the Talton tribe may be the organizers behind the North Wind. Exxon is sending one of their reps with you. They feel that you should be able to do whatever you need to do to protect its employees from terrorists. The Exxon rep will take care of the publicity afterwards. You will be flying out from Vancouver aboard a DCH-6 Twin Otter ski plane at 6 a.m. on October 27, 1985. You are expected to land at Telegraph Creek at 10.15 a.m., a little over four hours later. You will then drive a snowcat 25 miles along the service road to Chutin Landing and the EBC-31 station. Your mission is to reestablish communications with the station, offer any assistance necessary to get it back up and operational, and protect the assets of the Exxon Corporation, which include its employees. As you board the plane, you're not alone. In addition to your crew, there is uh, one electrical engineer, Jamie Trout. There is a second mechanical engineer, Spence Jacobson. There are four other security people, Tracy Pullman, Don Dietz, Clark Salt, and Dennis Kramer. Uh, there is no seating assignment. There are 20 seats and there are 11 of you. Let's assume you all sit in the same general area, but you're free to move around if you wish. All right. So you are getting yourself on board. Uh, you are stowing your gear up above. Uh, this is a little uh, two, twin engine prop plane. Uh, like I say, 20 seats. And there's probably no meal. But you might have brought stacks. I don't know. So, what do you all want to do? Why don't we start with Josh? What are you doing? Derek. Um, Derek will kind of just, he'll look, he'll look around. He'll, put, he'll just put his stuff wherever. And then he'll just look around at everyone, kind of examine. He'll probably see the security people, so he'll walk over. We'll say walks over to Stephen Cross. Okay. 
Hi. How Hello you there. I'm doing just fine. Uh, oh, you're still away my gear. Yeah. Uh, my, I'm, in weather gear. I'm a Derek Jackson, or just call me DJ. Uh, Hi, DJ. Uh, Stephen Cross. I'm one of the security specialists here. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah, I'm a, an engineer. Uh, mechanical mainly, but I do dabble in, in electrical as well. So. Oh, well. It's a weird situation. We'll be having you around, eh? Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Oh, this whole bloody thing is odd. There it is. All very, very odd. Hopefully we can uh, get it all sorted. I can go home and relax. Uh, at least they let me bring in a flask of whiskey. Ah, so do I. So do you there, Don't tell Neil. <laughs> to go to ah. you there with them? Uh, I'm probably on the opposite side. Probably mess around with my bag. Uh, so, do you, uh, Cross, do you know any uh, of the other security guys? Anyone else? Oh, yes. There's, there's Mr. Nail right across there checking his bag over there. Uh. Howdy. How you doing? Uh, nice to meet you. Uh, Derek Call me Benjamin if you want or Neil. Call me See either. I'll go with both. Cool. Nice to meet you. You're the engineer? Yeah, basically. Good. It'll be all good. Hopefully, it'll be uh, one done. It's not as bad as we think it is. And it'll be all over quick. And we can go home. Oh, if it's not, I brought my 30 out. It's always best to go with caution. You never know what's going to come out, come happen. Yeah, I heard uh, they sent it. I know we've sent a rep. I hope he's not an asshole. You never know. Oh, he probably is an asshole. You know, all these corporate chaps. Yeah. I'm not a fan of the uh, corporate type, but, you know, they pay They pay good, so. Some days, other days, they usually take the dollars and split them up into pennies and throw them at everyone else. Well, let's hope this guy is... Uh, different doubtful and then i'll kind of just take a seat but i will stay within range of cross and with within cross because i'll probably speak to him more so what it looks like is the seating on this airplane is down one side you've got single seats down the other side you've got double seats to make up 20 total harvey what are you up to You're uh, muted. I was like, who's Harvey? Oh, yeah, it's me. <laughs> hey, look at me. Someone else. I, I, think, I think he's probably in the back of the plane in a single seat, or I'm sorry, in the double seat area with all this gear piled, some of his extra stuff piled next to him, not stowed. He's got a clipboard out and a pen making notes, corporate paperwork. And I think there's a big cloud of smoke around him because he doesn't give a crap and he's smoking a cigar. 
Uh, he's just pretty much keeping to himself and stinking up the plane at this point. I don't know, I don't know if he knew anybody coming into this. It's like... Probably not, yeah. I, yeah, I'm thinking that. I don't even know about the other people either. I don't think he knows anybody. He's just kept his head down so far and just quiet. And make, looks like he's busy making notes, writing some stuff out. Okay. Looks up once in a while, you know, like boom to smoke coming off. Mm -hmm. Joseph, what are you doing? I'm sitting on the back, probably not too far away from Harvey. Uh, I kind of took a deep breath coming on the plane, looking around. Uh, I, I'm trying to size everybody up to see who might get us killed trying to see what their mental condition is, uh, whether or not they're physically capable of handling themselves out here. Because I don't know any of them, but I got the feeling I'm a little bit responsible for all of them. And uh, so I, I'll make my way over to, like I said, to the back of the plane and uh, just kind of walk by Harvey and uh, say, uh, uh, what kind of gear do you got on board here? I wasn't exactly able to bring my regular load out. What? I look at fire. Gear? Yeah, gear. Ain't you, uh, like, what are, what are you wearing around? What, what's your, what's your guy? Uh, yeah, I'm probably winter, wearing uh, winter gear. Probably just took off a heavy winter jacket and wear boots, and it, it wouldn't necessarily be stylized. Yeah. Ain't you uh, one of them hikers or something? You're supposed to have all your gear? I just I brought was, them. Yeah. Yeah, I was told I could uh, bring 10 pounds, 10 pounds a year. That's, that's, that's way less than usual. So I, I kind of figured you'd, you'd have uh, some other stuff here on board for us here. Some rope, uh, medical supplies. What, what, what do you got? Oh, yes. Uh, I got a camera, notebook, taps it right there. He taps it. He's like, cigars, my babies. I got a suit just in case stuff for a camera. Mm. I did bring canteen. Got to fill it up, actually. I have to fill it up when we get there. And what do you call those meals ready to consume or something? MRCs? Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. Uh, as for you, I don't. I didn't bring anything. I, <laughs> busy, busy, busy. PR, PR. Anyway, nice to meet you. Uh, Joseph. 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 All right, all right. Harvey. Harvey. He reaches a hand out real quick. If you shake it, I don't know. Sure. All right. Anyway, notes. Got to make some notes, but I don't have much for you. Don't have much. We'll get more when we get there. Sure. Okay, so the two of you are sitting towards the back of the plane. The other three are sitting where? Up, up towards the front? Um, I'd probably be sitting somewhere near the front. I'll probably be off the side of him, so around there and I'm near them because I said I would uh, okay. be close across so. all right sure can of peanuts <laughs> all right so the airplane uh, taxis down the runway pretty straps in um, and the airplane lifts off uh, it's gonna be a four-hour trip uh, and um, 
it's it's late October, so there's some, there's actually quite a bit of snow on the ground at this point down down below. Um, what do you guys do to kill time uh, in the four hours that you're going? I am sketching the interior of the plane on my sketch pad. I'm probably looking at my like my watch and then probably fiddling around with a pen. All right. I'm probably pulling out a small book and reading it. Something to read. How to Survive in the Wild. Oh, by Angie. Um, yeah, that on my shelf. <laughs> the, one, the one book that nobody in Blair Witch Project read, and it was in the back of their car. Thank you for noticing. I thought I was the only one. <laughs> and uh, and Joseph, I, I'm watching. I I really need to take in who's who and what everybody's up to. Okay. Well, after a couple of hours. You're all amazingly bored. Uh, people have been chit-chatting back and forth, maybe eating snacks that they brought, whatever. But the monotonous sound of the engine and the uh, just the constant drone and the rocking of the airplane, because it's a smaller plane, so it, it rocks in the wind as you go. Um, you find that you're all uh, slowly sort of drifting off to sleep. Joseph, the first thing that you notice is there's something you think at first is crawling up your face. It feels like something moving. Um, and then you notice that your arms are up above your head and you, you bring it down and you realize there's something wet on your face. Slowly your eyes open and everything is blurry at first and something is wrong. There's, there's noises, there's, there's somebody screaming off in the distance. And as you come to, you realize that the plane has crashed and that you're hanging upside down from your your seat. What do you do? Uh, you can you can see that the whole front end of the plane has been torn away. There's stuff all over the all over the ceiling. I look uh, down towards my hand. Is it safe to drop out of my seat? Um, or am I gonna like fall on this? Yeah, you have to kind of do a little bit of an acrobatic move, but you do realize you're bleeding. Okay, I'm bleeding, That's, but but I, I don't want to stay suspended like this. Right. I, I do. I I'll try the buckle. See if I can release myself. All right, easy enough. Uh, the buckle uh, undoes, but do a dexterity roll. Sure. I got a thirty-four, uh, which is a uh, a hard. All right. So you manage to hold onto the seat and sort of flip yourself up, um, and you see that the plane. Part of the front end of the plane is completely torn off. There's smoke. Uh, the air is acrid, like there's fumes. Um, uh, and you and you're looking around. You can see people are hanging. 
a few people have been mangled that are do hanging. I see, do I see uh, egress out of the out of the plane? Yeah, the front the end of the plane. There's there's plenty of egress out the front end of the plane. Okay, uh, so it's not ju- it's not just a big ball of fire at that end. Though. Right, correct. Okay. Dakota, uh, Benjamin, you start to wake up in the same manner. You find yourself hanging upside down. <sighs> Uh, followed by uh, Derek, you both start to come to consciousness, and then Lucas, and then uh, uh, Harvey and uh, Stephen. Uh, uh, Dakota, what do you do? I'm like, I'm like looking around, kind of seeing who's all around and stuff. See if I see uh, Stephen or Derek. Yeah, you can see them. You can see that uh, other members of the crew have been. Uh, either smashed or crushed or cut by flying debris. Um, uh, and you realize that, I mean, you can, you're, you, when you, of course, the gravity is this way now. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, like, I said, is everyone all right? What happened? Uh, what, what the? What? What's my stars? Derek, what do you do? Uh, is it is it safe to unbuckle, like, Nemi? You can do a deck. I would not suggest it. Oh, fuck, fuck this. If I, if I see somebody struggling to get out, I'll give them a hand. Uh, All right, I Joseph. Got, I got Joseph. That's uh, a hard. Joseph, you're back in the back with Harvey. Um. So you see him starting to wake up and struggle. Um, yeah, I got a hard on that deck, so. But as you move towards Harvey, a shudder runs through the plane, and you feel the whole airplane shift a little bit. Um, You glance out the window, and you realize that the back end of the plane is hanging over a cliff. (laughs) Oh, shite. (laughs) Everybody needs to get to the front and get out. The back end's going over a cliff. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. I can't leave Harvey there, though. That, that's totally against my instinct. I can't. Well, leave do you him help there. him? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming I am buckled with my success. Yes. Uh, if you if you if you make your dexterity roll, you manage to unbuckle yourself and get to the uh, ground without injuring yourself. I will assist uh, the other two once I'm down. Like, okay. Um, and as you are moving, when you start shifting around, you suddenly feel the airplane start to slowly slide backwards towards the tail and off the cliff. Oh, fuck. Fuck. We got this, DJ. Get to the front of the plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, run, I run to the front. Okay. I am a uh, Derek, uh, do a luck roll. Get my dice. Um, Joseph and and Harvey, you've managed to get yourself undone. Thirty-five on fifty. I start dragging him. If he's not going fast, I start dragging him to the front. What'd you get, Derek? Uh, Thirty-five on fifty. All right. Um, you can feel the airplane starting to slide a little faster uh, as you run for the front of the plane. Uh, the rest of you, all of you, need to do luck rolls plane is going to go over uh, and you can see that there might be a few more people 
um, still unconscious on board, but you've got literally seconds before the oh, airplane shit. goes over. Oh, shit. Guys, we need to get out of here now. Made my luck. 34 out of 50. I got 32 out of 40. All right. Four get out of there, guys. I got a 14. All right. So you all go scrambling forward. You all go scrambling forward, and the area where uh, the, the whole the, the front end of the airplane has been damaged and torn off, um, you simply dive for it as the creaking and groaning of the airplane and the whole thing suddenly tumbles backwards off this cliff. Um, it crashes through trees. It crashes to the ground. You hear it's probably fallen only about maybe 50 or 60 feet, uh, but it's practically bent in half on the process and you've dived you've dove off into the snow um the snow is probably about two feet deep right where you are and you left all of your gear on board none of you none of you said anything about grabbing your gear so it wasn't time <laughs> i have my winter clothes on <laughs> Our cigars and whiskey I'd, are back. I have like a, I'd have like a multi tool in my pocket. That's probably oh, somewhere I might have them. I just yeah. have my survival net, which is always in my pocket. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I have my Beretta. That's about it. Oh fuck, crowding Jacobson. Fuck. So, what in the actual hell just happened? Where, who was watching? Who was watching the pilot? What happened? Did we get hit by something? I don't know. Uh, I was asleep and hanging upside down. That's all I knew. You Steven. Attention clearly, we crashed. Everybody do how? Forty. The dice gods are on my side after last night. Thirty out of forty-five. Twenty-one. Two out of fifty. Good. Two out of sixty-five. Those of you. Those of you who pass your power rules, as your 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 heads ache, some of you are injured. Um, but you seem it, it starts coming back to you. You were you were maybe thirty minutes or twenty five minutes or so away from landing and something struck the plane you remember it shaking violently you remember part of the plane being ripped off and then something a piece of luggage or something came flying at you and hit you in the head that's that's all you remember until you woke up upside down um, you're standing at the top of the cliff, looking down at the rubble. Um, it, it's not on fire, um, <laughs> but it's uh, it's down there. Um, like I said, it's about a 60-foot drop. Um, it's icy and snowy. Right. No problem. We need a fucking equipment. Yeah. Uh, actually crashed. My climbing gear is actually down there, so... Uh, is that Great. bloody ironic? Yeah, that's a it, fucking kicker. It, it, is there anything at the top of the cliff that we can 
uh, we can try to salvage or tear through and look for parts or pieces. Um, go ahead and do a, a luck roll. What? But think about the other people on that plane, like Shroud and Jacobson, and then the others. Eighteen. Yeah, those it, security it, people. And honestly, Tom, I didn't calculate my luck. I forget no. I, how to do it off the top of my head. It's a crying shame, but we'll take care of them later. So we have to take care of ourselves now. I think it's a three d six. Just give yourself sixty luck. Okay. I, I trained with I trained with both. Of them. Um, Shroud and sorry to hear Yeah, about. there's there's stuff lying around on I the ground. Played cards with Tracy a couple times. Um, you probably find something, uh, uh, maybe, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, some straps and some, uh, some damaged food packets and things like that. So food packets, strapping. Hey, some of my RRCs, they made the rest, it. The rest of you can do a, um, a spot hidden roll. I think it's hard. I think I feel kind of like we're... Maybe not quite as bad as DJ, but shock. Some Got shock it. going on. Forty-four out of sixty-five. Bad to ninety-eight. Seventy-two <laughs> out of sixty-five. In other words, I missed it by one. Yeah, I had a big fail. We're, From we're where you are, um, there are a number of mountains around you. Um, are any of you familiar with British Columbia, Canada? Um, survivalist. Yeah, he, he would have been familiar with the wilderness up there. Uh, right. Certainly. Well, you look around and you're pretty sure that you can identify some of these peaks as you're looking. And you kind of guess, guesstimate that uh, from, from the time when you check your watch, uh, which may, maybe your watch got broken in the process, but it tells you that you crashed uh, maybe 10 minutes before 10 o'clock, um, that you are, in fact, right about here. Uh, Where that broken plane is? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Oh, we're, we're much closer oh, yeah. than I thought we were. We I, I, where? Well, it's about 14 miles. Um, and you can see the pipeline when you look down from the hill that you're on. Mm. Uh, you can see the pipeline down there. We can follow that. So uh, we need how to... old is this? How old is this pipeline? Uh, it's brand new. Oh, so then there should be a cleared path, maybe even roadways, to once we get down there. From from all the construction equipment coming through. So we need we to get our. We need to recover our equipment. See if I doubt it, but we need to see if someone's someone could have made it. I. Yeah, there's a good possibility someone. Could, well, I don't know. That is a big ass drop. No one should yeah. be made to suffer. We, they are all working for Exxon. Exxon's a good company. Let's get our stuff. It's make sure everyone's good. Fuck. But we we care about everybody. We have any equipment. Going to last very long, just now. Skivvies out here. Yeah, I just got this damn shirt. That's about it. Okay, Mister uh, PR guy, what, whatever. I don't know your name. Harvey. Harvey. I'm a person. Okay. Yeah. Do uh, you even know their names? Harvey. Do you even know the names of the people? I did actually. They are in my notebook. I just hadn't had a chance to memorize them yet. Huh. Top official, as per that's, usual. That's Obeyag. It's names in a notebook to you people. 
No, not necessarily. Oh, First of all, we're freezing, guys. We still need to get our supplies and make sure no one's suffering. I did say we have to make sure no one's suffering. People or people. Can we can we move? Can we make a move, guys? Yeah, follow this guy. He's pretty. Uh, he's pretty clever. He points to Joseph, literally because he's the only guy he's talked to so far. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. Oh. Uh, oh. I see you found some straps, huh? I got some straps. We've got some food. I'm worried about the cold at this point and how long we're going to be able to take the cold. Uh, because if uh, if we all freeze to death up here, it doesn't matter how many bodies we find. Uh, I, uh, That's but, but, but if But if someone's hurt, we, we need to find them quick. So I think Harvey, uh, I don't know if his head's in the right place, but his heart is. We should take a look around just to make sure there, there isn't anybody else that's injured and uh, that we can't get a hold of. Well, you got the straps. Do you think you can make a makeshift rope down there? We can climb down, we can check the plane, look for our equipment, and check the bodies. Does the strapping reach that far, Tom? How far down is no, it? No, probably not. We're talking about seatbelts and stuff like that. Yeah, um, I mean, we've got stuff know. for lashing here, but not really building ropes out of it. Now, Shite. is the face of this cliff, like, go way out, or does it get shallower to either side? Eventually it gets shallower. You might be able to find your way around. Maybe our best option. Let's go. Like, go we just need to get moving, guys. Yeah. Or at least to a place where there's trees close enough together to where you can sort of climb down. Otherwise, you can try to go down the cliff itself, but that's going to take a, a hard that's... climb. Along. Is the cliff the direction of the pipeline, or is it that is. a down? You are going to have to go down anyway in some way. Okay, but we might be able to navigate to something less steep. Right. That would be our best option, maybe. I'm not exactly the best climber in the world. At which point, the next difficulty becomes apparent. The snow's about two feet deep, and you all don't have snowshoes. So you have to kind of wade through it, which makes going very, very difficult and exhausting. Did anybody's uh, canteen survive this? Does anybody have water? My whiskey survived. Your whiskey survived. I would, I would, I would, I'd stay away from that for now. That'll dehydrate you. And in this winter time, you're going to get dehydrated. Yeah. At least my Unfortunately, my canteen survived. was left by cold by the gear on the plane. <laughs> yep, losing my bag as well. We we gotta find Joseph. You're the expert. We gotta. Oh, I'd suggest as often as you can to take handfuls of snow and just keep eating snow, because you, you, by the time we make it into town, you're you're gonna get sick if you don't take some water in. Oh, uh, that's right. Snow is H two O, isn't it? Yeah. I guess. Well, do a uh, uh, Joseph do a, a survival. All of us, or just Joseph? Just Joseph. My dice turned on me. Uh, okay. I just rolled a ninety-two. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> anyway, let's start heading towards the shallow end. See if we can't get to the plane to our stuff. Do we need to we need to move, man? 
All right. Uh, is there North. with the lashing in the in the sheet metal that's up here? Do we have the ability? Uh, it's going to be really difficult to try to make snowshoes out of it. But can we make a sled at least to be able to drag some gear if we find it and find anything useful? That seems reasonable. Yeah. Okay. A piece of the uh, the outer shell. Yeah. You find a lot of smashed electronics. Uh, it, it something must have hit up near the cockpit of the airplane, but you do find shattered pieces of the outside airplane, big enough to where you could maybe put stuff on it and use the straps to pull it along. Okay. It would. It should just slide right over the, the snow. Um, are you going to go north or south to find a way down the cliff? Is running. I think we should go north. Yeah, I think north would be the best way. Right. To go. I'm going with the survivor. I'm going with the survivalist on this one. Hank is gone with you. You know what you're doing, Joseph. And I just, I really want to. We got to see if anyone's okay. I, I doubt it, as I said earlier. But if there's a chance someone's alive, we need to hurry. All right. I would like you all to do uh, dexterity rolls. Got a 23 out of 65. Okay, 42 out of 55. 87 over 80. Now, throughout this game, you can spend luck if you want to. I mean, that's. Is there a limit? Like, no. I know sometimes there's. Okay. Yeah, I got I got eighty and I have sixty decks, so I don't want to All spend right. twenty looks. <laughs> right. Um, so, Derek, uh, he's kind of ahead of you, and as he's going, uh, all of a sudden, Derek takes a step forward and he sinks up to here in the snow. He obviously walked off of something, and he is suddenly kind of trapped in the snow. I'm going to walk over and try to give him a hand. Right. Go ahead and do a... Well, since the two of you are doing it, yeah, you managed to pull him out. Uh, I'd like you all at this point to do sanity. Oh, thanks. Oh, yeah, because Derek is is a bit stressed at this point. He's seen worse. Well, he's he's probably been in worse situations. 55 over 50. 30 out of 40. All right. Uh, if you passed, you're okay. Ten. Otherwise, take one point of damage. One point of sanity damage. I, I passed, but I kind of, because I had Derek, I kind of want to take one anyway. Okay. Uh, we, we need we need three branches. We need, I should have thought of this. I've actually had that exact same thing happen to me backpacking before. Fell into a hole like that when walking through about a foot and a half of snow. I should have thought of that. Yeah, we need tree branches. We're going to use them like makeshift poles, like makeshift walking sticks or ski sticks. All right. I don't know why I'm getting a bit stressed about this. So that's that's going to take you five or ten minutes to to find some decent-looking sticks underneath the snow and sort of use them as probes ahead of you. Um, within a half an hour, uh, you make your way uh, to a place where you think that you can drop the the six or seven feet down into the snow below and then work your way back to the airplane. And uh, it takes you another 10 minutes or so to get back to the airplane. 
and as you see, you're now looking at the airplane. It's completely damaged, um, uh, but you are now within, you know, grasp of, of anything inside that you need to get. Although there's a lot of sharp metal, there's a lot of blood and gore, um, and you're pretty sure nobody survived. Tracy, man. Played cards with him. Didn't you Dark play cards with him across? Oh, some. Uh, what am I going to say? Bloody cheat. No. I'm say? I don't know. He seemed kind of. Well, he did beat me a couple times. I always wondered how he always got me. So you're you're standing in front of the wreckage, and um, what do you all do? I look for my things. Likewise, well, I, I look for my I, things as well. I do say a quick <laughs> prayer for Jamie and Spence and the other people. All right. Um, um, if you need to borrow their clothes, take whatever clothes you can get, because we may also have to potentially sleep on some of this. Everyone do spot Not hidden. Mention, I'm pretty sure they're more dry than what ours are. What was the check? Sorry. Spot hidden. Oh, 38 on 40. So I got it. Regular. I fail. I got an 8 out of 65. Okay. Barely made it. Stream. Uh, if you failed your spot hidden, you are not able to retrieve your gear. But you are able to retrieve other things that you find um, clothing, um, stuff like that. Uh, perhaps if you do find something that's yours, it's been damaged. If we made the spot hidden, we find our stuff? If you make the spot hidden, uh, you find your stuff. Did anybody make a hard or an extreme? I made extreme. I made right. an eight. Uh, Benjamin, you find all of your stuff in relatively completely good condition. Um, you packed it well. Um, and you also find... Uh, uh, a uh, a box of food supplies, um, uh, like you say, uh, emergency rations. Hey, I found some emergency rations, guys. Enough for a couple of days, at least. Probably a couple of days. As long as we yeah. like, as long as you guys don't like try to hoard it or anything. I think also you can do another spot. I mean, another uh, uh, sanity roll. Because you're now looking at Tracy and the gang all mangled and torn up. I failed that one. I, I did, I, did I miss a sanity roll before? Oh yes, you did. Yeah. All right, let me make the first one for whatever it was for. I made I that. I managed one. to pass so, my sanity check. I failed. Ooh, right. failed. Yeah, uh, failed. Just take another damage. One, one, one sanity damage. Otherwise, you, you're fine. Anybody find any blankets or tarps? Anything you might we might be able to make a shelter out of? It's morning now, but for us to make 15 miles through this snow in one day, it, it might be harder. Than, I had a blanket in my pack and I found it. So. Actually, Joseph, you know that's it's impossible. Uh, you are you're probably approaching 11, 11:30, um, and with the snow being so deep. Uh, you're probably not making more than a mile an hour. Yeah, and we're not on trails, at least not at this Correct. point. Correct. Correct. If we get down to the pipeline where it's cleared, we should be able to move a little easier, right? The question is, is there anyone else alive 
Are they all dead? Ed They're all dead. Dead. Okay. Dead and mangled. Did I? I made both sanity checks. I just want to make sure. Did I take any points regardless of success? No, not oh. if you passed. <laughs> what has Harvey seen in his life, Mister Businessman? <laughs> or does he care? Yeah. Uh, I'm. A, I. I was looking at the bodies, and then I see hanging from one of them is my little cigar pack. I'm like, whoa. Thank you, Sullivan, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Guys, I've got I've got my tools, so I got my trusty. Thank right. you, Sullivan. That's Clark. Clark. Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Yes, Clark. Yeah. Yeah, no. he's with our group. Does anybody have tools, or did we anybody find tools while you were scavenging? Oh, I had. Do a, 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 did I? Uh, do a a, a luck roll. I have so I have my tools because they're in my pack. Thirty out of forty on my luck. I mean, I got my gear. I don't know if you can all do it. You're all looking around, so if anybody gets a hard, well, I'll, 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 in my pack I'd have like a claw hammer, or a wrench. And I didn't get a hard success though. A hidden? None. Um, a lock. Oh, oh I got a five. Really I got a five. All right. Yeah. Oh, you find um. Uh, you find a hammer. Hmm? Yeah. What did you hey. get? Better than nothing. <laughs> That's where my. I got a, hey, I got a medical kit just in case uh, somebody gets hurt or anything. Uh, that, That's where my normal gold. hammer went. <laughs> here it is. Now, I have two questions. One, do we camp here so we get a fresh start? Or do we move today? And will we have time to do that after we bury... I don't know if we can bury him. Pack him in the plane. Maybe the plane's their coffin. I hate to say that, but... Unfortunately, that's probably what we're going to have to do. We don't really have the time nor the energy to spend in order to bury the bodies. I don't. Yeah, yeah I don't think that's smart. We, we think we need to leave them where they are. We can get back. We can send someone back here once we get... They can clean know. it up. Yeah. I mean, the blood's pretty already coagulated from all the looks of it. Between the, the weather and, and us not having real supplies to be out here, this is going to take a toll on us. It's going to be hard on the body. Right. And we're going to be exhausted. So lifting all these bodies and moving them around is not a good idea. Makes sense. We need, we so need to conserve. We no, I think we need to get off the side of this mountain and as close to that pipeline as we can today because that looked like a low point. I believe that wasn't like a, a valley between a couple of peaks. That is, it's, right. that is correct. And the thing is, is that from where, from your vantage point up on the hill, you could see it. Now you can't see it, but you know the direction. Um, you also know that it's probably about two miles away, which could take you as much as two hours to get to in this deep snow. Does anyone got a freaking watch know what time it is? A watch is broke. Um. Uh. No. You can all do luck rolls to see if you still have your wristwatches, or if they're not broken. Oh, I found oh, Mine's busted to crap. I rolled 99. <laughs> mine's long gone. Surprised my hand didn't come off. <laughs> Whoops, you went I... quiet. Uh, uh, I said, Lucas. watch what watch. No watch. watch. I don't have a watch, but I should be able to tell just based on where the sun is. Yeah. Probably about 11.30 yeah. if you're getting ready to leave. Um, got a compass, too. Also, this Actually, time of year, 
uh, the sun goes down at 5.30. So if we can make it down there in the next four hours, that'll give us time to find something near the pipeline, near the, the footing of the pipeline, or if the pipeline runs across the ground, we might be able to make shelter by using part of it as structure. Uh, would I, like, I'd probably have it in my pack anyway, but would I, like, coats and, like, snow boots and stuff like that be on? Would we have them with us? Did you find your gear? Yeah, I found my gear, so I assume I would have them. Yeah. You find I your, would, you, if you had clothes like that, then yeah, you'd find them. I would I, put. I was yeah. wondering, since I only passed my spot hidden roll for my gear by one, was there anything of my gear that was possibly broken? It's probably not all there. So I'll I'll let you go ahead and you know how many items you had, pick half of them that you found. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> That's that sounds fair enough. I wanna know if my satellite phone made it. Do a luck roll. Oh yes. Why not? That's a zero and a z oh that's two zeros. That means no. You got a hundred? You see your cell phone, and as you reach for it, an eagle goes and flies <laughs> off. <laughs> That's got to be something spectacular for a double zero. Uh -huh. At least you got the double zero out of the way. Oh, That's why I hate being out here. All right. Shaking out the sky. Yeah. So you're kind of, you're having to wade through the snow. Uh it's not difficult. It is exhaust. I mean, it is difficult. It's exhausting. And it takes you nearly two hours. And you break through the tree line. And you suddenly realize that between you and the pipeline is the river. Well, now it's frozen. Oh. But at this point, this time of the year, it's just frozen. So it might be, in fact, very dangerous to try and cross. Any suggestions? Yeah, any anything? Where's, how, how wide is this river? Uh, the river is about 50 feet wide. Did we find enough rope and things so we could tie? Yes. yes. I got we some climbing gear as well. Well, I know survivalists tell me if I'm wrong, but, but tying a rope in succession to all of us and walking wide across it so we could pull each other out if someone really? slips Once through. Get yourself well, wet in this bloody cold. Tom, Tom, you said we just came out of a tree line. What kind of tr trees are we in? Is this a coniferous forest? Oh, correct. All right. Yeah. So the odds of us finding standing deadfall in, a, in this isolated of a place should actually be pretty decent to find standing dead trees that we might be able to knock down. The problem would be we... finding dry, which you probably yeah. Oh, fire. Snow and ice. I'm not thinking of fire. Well, yeah, fire is a great idea, but at this point, I'm thinking of structure to spread out weight with, so we don't concentrate the weight just under our feet. That's but a, if there's yeah. Uh, and and if they're if they're like pines and they're lodgepole pines, you could easily be pushing, you know, seventy feet long with with some of those trees, if they're older ones. 
Is there anything around like that? Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, these are all going to be old growth trees. Any of them that are old dead growth, though? Ones that are now standing dead trees? I'll have you do a, a spot hidden. You're going to take time to look around for one. Yeah. Damn it. No. Sorry. Yeah, you, don't find, you don't find one large enough that... Uh, and there might be some buried in the snow, but you don't have any idea where. Say so we just... Your idea of spreading out was a good idea. We don't want to concentrate our weight, but if we can figure out a way to distribute our weight even more, it'll help. Do you perhaps should we lay on our bellies and crawl? That might actually not be a bad idea. We could put our gear in a bundle, drag it with a rope too, so the gear's not on us, if you have heavy gear. But we've got the sled too. Oh, there was a slide. Okay. How yeah. how far is it across? Because we could chuck like our bags across. It's about, it's like 50, about fifty feet. feet. Or so. Fifty feet. Yeah, no, we're not. It's quite an arm you got there. Uh, oh, I volunteer yeah, to throw I, our stuff. Yeah, I'm not it. <laughs> With my tools and that, I would. Not I'm not letting it. you throw my thirty yard six no. over the bloody river. I'll tell you that. Or yeah, my twenty was, gauge. Was it? It was. It's a good thought. I mean, we're looking at it. We're like, yeah, maybe. Nope. You're no quarterback. I'm not a quarterback. But the sled, the tine, laying on our stomachs. How about we have one person go across, and then the uh, then we have someone fall right after, just one at a time. Can we manage? by a boat. A, a boat, a rope. Yeah, yeah, we have the rope now, right? We're not just the strapping, but we've Correct. got someone at a rope. Yeah. Uh, who's the lightest one in our group? Not I. That's true. We I never, uh, we, never described our, we never described our characters, did we? I'm I, I'm, really I'm a size <laughs> forty, so I, I I think I'm smaller. But I'm, I'm size I'm ninety. I'm size I'm seventy. A, I'm about six forty foot. I'm a size fifty. Uh, size ninety. I'm a size sixty-five. <laughs> I'm the biggest, fattest dude here. He's also quite a muscular African-American man. So. Like, someone's going to have to tow me across. I'm just kidding. If, uh, if you guys want to uh, anchor me, you're size 90, you said? Yes. <laughs> oh, God. That's how the dice rolls. Dennis Nedrick Park. <laughs> he's a little taller, but yes, he's he's a big guy. <laughs> He's smoking a cigar right now in the middle of this ice tundra, but he's like, you just had an anchor? Well, someone to be an anchor for me. Did tie me off and then let me go. But if I actually manage to plunge all the way into the water, I'm going to need someone to haul my ass out of there. Because any of us spend, you know, any amount of time in that water, we're going to get sick. We've got to deal with hypothermia. No, I owe you one. Oh, wait, wait. I owe you one. Kyle, rope on me. I'll. Well. Got me free. I'll hold you down. Uh, unless anybody else has a better idea, I think that's what I'm going to do. Try to do, Tom. I'm going to try to cross using the some of the poles to kind of poke at this, you know, to see if there's deliberate soft spots that I can feel out ahead of me, and then just kind of be ready to to throw my weight out horizontally. It like if the, the ice really shifts or something happens, you know, to basically hit, you know be able to slip down into a laying position. So you're going to try walking across and then 
yeah, and using using the uh, using the sticks that we found earlier, just to kind of poke in case there is a, just a straight up slushy spot, or I just bust right through it the stick. So I don't think we need more than a couple inches to make it safely across this, but uh, you know, I should be able to feel that out somewhat and, and cross the river that way. All right. Yeah. Are you sure that you should be the first one to go since you're the one that's, you know, the survival expert? I, I, if I'm just looking, I'm just looking at punching. Are you volunteering? I'd rather, because quite frankly, if you end up taking the plunge and dying of hypothermia, what about the rest of us? Well, I could always go across something. I'm the second smallest out of us. Rochambeau for it. Yeah, why not? Alright. Ready? Yep. One. Two. <laughs> three. <laughs> Oi. <laughs> you know how this game works. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm used to rock, paper, scissors, my dude. Same thing. I'm right. Show me what we'll, you got. We'll Rock, paper, scissors, then. Okay. One. All right, ready? Yeah. One, One two, two, three. I'm going. Yeah, you get to die. Hold on a second, guys. How bad is it on our side of the river? Are we, like, wedged between a cliff in the river with no space to move over here? How, what is this side of the river like? Well, the cliff is says uh, two miles back. Okay. The woods. So the ground on this side of the river is fairly flat. So just a moment of sanity here. Maybe maybe we just keep walking on this side of the river and potentially find a footbridge or a safer place to cross. There is not going to be a footbridge out here. This is the middle of nowhere. Okay. I don't know if construction leftovers I mean, or anything out, out here, but I. We can. I mean, we could walk north and see if we find a thinner. Part of the river and cross when we have to i mean right or we can just try to do it now it's up to you guys um personally i think that the shortest distance is a straight from two points is a straight line okay well you were the one to volunteer to go so i guess you want to cross here God, I suppose so. I really don't want to be out here, so my brain is just thinking like you were just saying, Stephen. It's straight line and get out of here. But sometimes it's it's just not the best way. Uh, but it, should just get it over with and cross. All right. I think. All Whoever right. gets it safely across, I'll make sure you get a nice juicy bonus on top of everything. Is that right. incentive enough? Let's get moving. Yeah, he's lying, by the way. He won't do that. Don't lie. I'm, I'm I am Exxon. Remember, I am Exxon. Uh, sure, sure. I don't think he has the power to do that. Robert, Derek, whatever your name is. Just. I kind of just get my wrench and hold it. I found your hammer. Remember that. Steven. Steve, Stephen, Stefan, Stefan, Stephen, 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 get us across. Let's make some camp. 
they won't salt each other for the rest of the night. Okay. Steven, Stefan, Stefan, Steven. Um, <laughs> so how, describe how you're going to try to go to cross. I am literally going to do like I plan to, um, possibly have a stick in front of me, laying on my belly, prodding around with the stick in front of me, and then slowly crawl, crawling across. Okay. Well, what are you taking with you? Um, I would actually leave my gear with them. I watch which it. Which is according to what I picked up. Because in case I fall, I don't want them having the loss of all my gear. Um, my thirty out six, my box of bullets, which I lost half. Um, my binoculars and. Sadly, the one receiver from my three-wave walkie-talkie that I found. <laughs> so, um, that's pretty much it. All right. Uh, so you've you've reduced the weight of your. What, what's your size? Sixty-five. Okay. Um, and are you going to take a rope with you? I would hope that there's a rope wrapped around me and wrapped yeah. around Mr. Okay. Thatcher. All right. I'll wrap it around. Oh, I'm still yeah. the anchor? Huh. All right. We can slowly let out the rope. We'll slowly <laughs> let out the rope as you go so there's not a lot of slack. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll keep you safe, man. All right. So you start crossing a you start to cross. Uh, you start to cross, and at first... Uh, the, the ice seems pretty solid under your feet. So you're about 10 feet uh, out, or it seems solid under your body. Um, as you get to 20 feet, you can see through the ice that the water is flowing. Okay. Um, Back up. <laughs> Back up. If well, I can see water flowing... Um, uh, all right, you back up. I guess I'll. I guess I'll dare to go a little further. All right, probably won't um, be a good idea. Uh, the color of the the water underneath you changes from dark blue to black as you get farther into the middle of the thing. Do a dex roll. I.e. the river is getting Do a listen roll for me. Okay. I do have points in listen. Crit, crit, How much crit, are they? <laughs> Odd eight. Okay. Ooh. Out of 50. <laughs> You can hear um, what sounds like it's almost a musical crackle sound. It's not very loud, but as you scoot forward, um, you don't see any cracks or anything. And within a couple more seconds, you've managed to cross the river. Um, a heart beating. Ah. 
make it to the other end. All right. So oh, now you've God. got a rope. Now you've got a rope that's actually strung across. Are you okay over there, Stephen? Good man. Give a thumbs up. Get uh, across. Maybe Find we the should. Tree. Maybe we should try to get your stuff over first. I don't. Well. Or at least try to get. Well, I do have a bit of an idea. If you'll hear me out. Yeah. You tie off one end to a tree over there. I'll tie off the other end to a tree over here. We tighten it up. And you climb the rope over the river. How do we get the gear? Do you think you can do that? Well, we could still have our gear on our. uh, If you tied it high enough, we could. But our weight would probably. I don't know. Well, if we tie some rope between where the gear is and stuff like that, and tie it onto the rope, can we just like uh, kind of have like a wheel go on, like have a knot in between there, or like drag across? Well, yes, for the gear, but I'm wondering about myself. Well, I mean, feel free to come through if you like, but it started to crack by the time I made it almost to the end here. Well, I think whoever goes over next should definitely. Move- Try it about ten feet over from where you did it. Yeah, so move down a little bit each time if we have to. Yeah, right. And then the, right. the gear can be dragged over bit by bit by the. And when you got one person left on this side, we can feed the gear over one bit at a time. Yeah. Maybe the lightest around. person should carry the gear. <laughs> Everybody's looking around. It's like, oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll go. I'll, I'll try and go across next if you want. And then I can help Steven across from that end. Alright, hold on. I think I'm saying something. Oh, you see anything up there on the cliff? By the time you guys look back, you don't see anything. The cliff behind us that we came from, you mean? Mm-hmm. Right? All right. I believe you. No, no man. No? Two no, bloody bears. Hey. Bears? There's two bloody white bears. There's no bears. Ice is getting to your brain. We need to get across. Come on. Chop, 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 chop. I'll go across. I won't. I won't worry about the rope. I'll. I'll kind of. I'll just, just ten I'll feet over. You're not using the rope. <laughs> I'll, no, I'll have your rope. I mean, we won't oh. do the whole two. I have you, you, trusting on, me. and I'll kind of, maybe tie off with something, and drag my stuff along, but a bit further, with me as I go across. So where are you crossing? In a new spot, or are you crossing with the Ten feet is? over. Ten feet over. Okay. Uh, upstream or downstream from where the rope currently is? Uh, oh, downstream. We'll say down. Okay, downstream. Yeah, we'll say down. All right. In a similar manner, uh, are you are you hunkering down or are you walking? Or are you sliding? 
Like I think did. I'll I think I'll slide across. All right. Um, same thing. Uh, you get out to about thirty foot. Um, do a dex roll. Sixty on sixty. All right. As you're doing it, you suddenly hear some ice begin to snap around you. It rings almost like a bell. Uh, and you see some white fractures begin to appear in the ice. But you scramble forward and you manage to get off. Before you get With my stuff as well, because I was yeah. dragging. Yeah, because yeah, it doesn't weigh that much. Yeah. Do we hear the cracking? Uh, yeah, probably. But you see him panic also. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Guys, you gotta be careful. Well done. Irvy's looking down at his his own size. <laughs> hey, Cross, I'll uh, I'll come over upstream. I mean, the opposite from where uh, DJ got, went. And then I've got an idea. I don't think maybe you three should stay on that side, and we walk up each side together just for a little bit, and then try again further down. I I don't know. I I saw something on them hills. It looked like two white bears, and I'm not going to let them just stay on that side for them to possibly attract them. Well, let's have... Very aggressive. There's definitely bear up here, but uh, actually, I just lost my internet connection. What what happened? Did did the ice open up? Nope. He managed to get across, but it snapped a little bit. Okay. Hey, who's lighter between Harvey and Joseph? I think I am. Oh, yeah, I definitely am. I bet you go over with uh, Steven's stuff, so like... If you guys have trouble over there, then you guys have a weapon at least. Because um, I got I got my twenty gauge, but Derek and uh, Steve Cross are going to be in trouble if something happens over there. We can't get over there. So this rope is 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 still tied off on the other side, right? Where yeah. Stephen went to. Yeah, but it's it's just land. Uh-huh. It's it's not like strung up ten feet above you. It's just. Sure. But the problem I, I, is, that I don't trust Harvey going across because he's. Big guy. Well, I can I watch Harvey. I'm right here. No, <laughs> Those of you who haven't crossed yet, do a, a an idea rule. My specialty. Oh yeah, that's a hard success. Nope. Thirty-seven out of ninety. Well, if you pass, it does seem to you hard success. Yeah, that the spot where the rope is you should be able to lay down on the ice, grab the rope, and just pull yourself across. You know? And then if the if it did break, you'd have a hold of the rope, at least. I mean, you could get sucked under the ice, or you could... Har- Harvey, don't take this the wrong way, but I think you need to be the last one to do it. Because if, if, if it breaks, we want that rope tied to you so we can pull your ass out of there. All well, four of you. All four of you pulling me out of there. Yeah. Yeah. Last... Joseph, you go first, all right? It's all good right, sense I go. that if I die... You also realize that the last person has to untie the rope. From this side of it. Right. The others can pull him across. Yes. Yeah. Along with the gear. Just show me how. I got it. We could kind of daisy chain him in the gear to the rope, I guess. 
So we're pulling him and then the gear behind it. Maybe if he spreads out, he'll actually put the least amount of pressure on the... Like a seal going across <laughs> the ice. Because he covers far more more surface area. <laughs> Specifically right. an elephant seal. <laughs> so Harry doesn't seem to like it. He just, he's trying to make some notes in his notebook. He's getting really cold now. Right. You want me to roll, Tom? Let's, uh, yeah. And all you're going to roll now for is the dexterity to see if the ice cracks. I got a 56 under an 80. Okay. So you managed to get across without any trouble. Uh, Benjamin? I got a natural one. Okay. Gosh, you guys are using up all your ones. Um, (laughs) um, All right, so you get across without any trouble. So now, Joseph, um, you tie the rope to yourself. Um, and and the gear, maybe you get the gear across first. Um, but go ahead and do a dex roll. Uh, me? Harvey? Oh, Harvey, sorry. Harvey. Okay. Well, I've already rolled my 100 for the day, so no oh, problem. That's the way to jinx yourself. No. So it's, it's a dex roll, right? Yeah, let's see what happens to this guy. Of course, the other die dropped on the floor, but my primary die is a 1. Just going to put me under my dexterity of 40. But I will okay. grab my die and re-roll it here. All right. No, that's okay. Sex. Yeah, okay. just grab, grab your dice. <laughs> uh, all right. So, as you say, like a, uh, a seal on the ice, uh, you know, just drag him across and uh, it doesn't crack. Makes some noise. It protests, but you manage to get him across. You guys are all very cold. Holy shit. What's the uh, pipeline look like? Is this a buried pipeline? Is it up on concrete block? What what is it? The pipeline is raised up about six feet off the ground on on pedestals that go on either side of it. Um, uh, Now, as far as construction roads, there were construction roads a while back. this part of the pipeline's been done for a, a while. The pumping station is the thing that was due to open 10 days ago, but everything is still buried in snow. I'm just thinking at least it's flat. It's been pounded and packed by equipment driving through here. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, but it's now about, I'd say it's about 2.30. You've, you've still got maybe, uh, maybe that the crossing might have taken a while. We'll say it's three o'clock. So you've got about two and a half hours and from this point, you've probably got about 12 miles. And the temperature is pretty cold. It's uh, it's probably going to be 60 below zero tonight. It wouldn't be a bad idea for us to try to get another mile or two if we can, but I'd allow at least an hour to an hour and a half for us to try to set something up so we're not, I mean, there's no way of getting around it. We're gonna be miserable tonight, but at least, you know, try to build something of a shelter. And, per- and perhaps get a fire going, but we need to leave at least an hour to hour and a half of sunlight because we're we're in a valley in the north and it's going to get dark quick. Right. So what do we need to do? Uh, follow the pipeline for about an hour and then start setting up a camp. Oh, unless yeah. unless someone here is already feeling ill or exhausted, in which case maybe we should break right now. 
no, not exactly exhausted, just bloody cold. We're exhausted, so we're probably it's cold bruised. As hell. We survived a plane crash if we got this far. We can go a little further. We're heroes. You're heroes. He's like making notes. So and so did this, so and so did that. Now I've got yes. my sketchbook. I'll actually be sketching. So me fat. I'll be sketching what the pipeline <laughs> looks like, because. What the pipeline looks like and all that jazz. I'm trying to figure out whilst we're trying to. Let's figure out what we're doing. I'm trying to figure out if it's structurally sound, if it's actually. Yeah, it's brand new. Yeah. Yes. I have a question. Yes. Has everybody else been informed that of these so-called terrorists? Like, has everybody been briefed on? The that's same why they've been. Yeah, yeah, that's why they've been okay. hired. Yeah, okay. We can talk about it if you want. That's why we're here. Okay, I just want to make that's sure. That's why I wanted to kind of check just to see if anything on the actual pipeline where we are has been kind of. No. Tampered with somehow. I doubt it would have been here. But... So there's a lot of pipeline. We can we but we can look it over as we travel, right? Yeah. Stay close to it. I wouldn't be surprised. If there's some angry graffiti or something like that. Seems like terrorist activity. I mean, something knocked us out of the sky. It's not just going to be some kind of bird that we hit. I mean, do we get that the big missile? Of a bloody bird. Yeah, it's big enough to destroy the front of the car. These kind of but... airplanes are. Design. They can get by birds. They get hit by birds all the time. <laughs> can they get hit? I mean, come on. They, can can they birds do enough? Wind throwing frozen chickens at them through yeah. a cannon. Well, <laughs> what I was going to say was, as a bird, is our plane small enough to be actually taken down by a bird? Probably not. I mean, okay. it's, it's probably designed to break a shade or be strong enough. However, to. Um, Let's see if there's sort of a retroactive spot hidden. Not for me. Um, I, I, will just... I will recuse myself from that because I actually rolled low enough that I didn't have that little memory thing earlier, so I'll recuse myself. I'd burn uh, three luck to make a uh, in, to make a spot hidden. I just I got forty out of sixty-five. Is this? Harvey's just theorizing out loud while they're hiking. You know, can't keep warm. It's right. Like, it Which seems like... sort of reminds people of what you were looking at when you were going through the the, cock, the, 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 the airplane looking for stuff. Um, it looked like a couple of things hit the airplane that might have been about this big. Something hit the airplane towards the front end. Something hit one of the wings where the engine was because Half the engine was just ripped by uh, like a projectile of some sort. Oops, we lost you. Were we able to see the object as it hit us, or that's just what no. we theorized from like what we that's looked what at? That's what you theorized the from the torn, okay, semi, you know, circular okay. hole. Someone didn't want us. Uh, yeah. Someone didn't want us poking around. Uh -uh. Also, also, the front end of the co of the the cockpit had been torn away, and there was no sign of the pilot or co-pilot. Their chair. I'm starting to like it less and less out here. I don't. I don't really think that. I don't think this was our protesters. Uh, given 
launching rockets. We're talking about a small native tribe up here in the middle of the woods in Canada. Uh, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? These Native Americans have a lot more going for them than you give them credit for, especially if they're the ones. Oh, the tribuches. Yeah, but we don't. Yeah, but we don't know the extent. We don't know the extent of this terrorist group. Mountain so. tribe. You just gotta assume everyone up here is bad. They're you eco terrorists. See? Eco terrorists don't have money. They could be getting funneled to from someone else. The whole purpose is. I still, do, I still doubt they had enough money and intuition to build a bloody catapult. Doesn't matter. We still got shot down. These guys are still the bad guys. You have full authority to shoot and ask questions later. Assume everyone's bad other than us. All we need to assume is they're heavily armed and we need to be careful. Exactly. I mean, if it's not that, then it's what, what, what are the Native Americans? What are they, what are they called? What are those Indians call it? The, Wen, the, Wendy, the Wendigo? Is that some kind of northern tribe? It's not thing? a tribe, I don't believe. I believe that's a spirit creature. A spirit creature, yeah. So it's either that or that Richter planet part. So I'm pretty sure that doesn't exist. So let's just assume they have weapons. And you guys are you guys have a security, guys. So I'm going to tap cross and his shoulder and be like, man, these superstitions. I'm not superstitious, but say it. There's no way that's real, so. We just gotta, as I said, we gotta assume they're heavily armed. And we just... Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's the Tom, North Wind. As we've been walking, Tom, I'm watching for uh, underbrush underneath all the pine trees, gathering needles, small sticks. It's the dry stuff hanging at the bottom of the trees. So, not the stuff right. on the ground, just the, enough that I'll be able to get a fire going when we get there. Um. All right. Um, one thing that you know to avoid is some of these big trees, you don't want to get too close to them. And the reason is because the snow can pile up uh, around them, but be very loose in the very center, and you can fall into the, it's almost the funnel that it creates. Uh, you can drop down six or seven feet. Had that happen skiing, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, Thinking that I was basically in quicksand. All right, so you you ma managed to go maybe for another hour. Um, we'll say it's about 4.30, and you know that the sun is getting closer to the horizon. Uh, you're next to the pipeline, um, still out in the middle of nowhere. What do you guys do? It's it's time for us to to make to make camp. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's get to it. I agree. Set up shelter over by the pipeline. Uh. Sure. How big is, is this pipe, Tom? Is this thing like ten feet across? Is it? I, I don't know how big a pipeline. It's a pretty is. big pipeline, maybe six or seven feet across. Okay. So wherever we are, we want to make sure that we don't have the fire underneath the pipe. So. <laughs> No place, no. Uh, but, the, the, but we don't have to be too far from it because that's some, that's some heavy gauge steel there, and with the oil flowing through it, it'll. Keep and it. for maybe maybe a hundred feet on either side of the pipeline, there is no, there are no trees. Yeah. So the pipe in the concrete footers might be the best we can get as far as a physical structure, unless we find branches. Sheltering the trees, yeah. yeah. And the and the speaking river is the one that you cross. That's about a uh, uh, football field away. Or so. Did anybody bring it? Bring a pack axe. 
Uh, no, I brought a survival knife. That's about all. Yeah. Well, I, Swiss, I have a Swiss Army knife. Yeah. I have a movie too. <laughs> and I have a lighter. We can light fires. Uh, if yeah, we had access. Best I can think, we could probably use the claw end of the hammer. And uh, the, survival, the survival knives will take branches off the, the smaller pines. That's true. Yeah. Uh, just... sir, I'm sorry. Uh, Joseph, do a survival roll. Uh, it's a 42 out of 45. Okay. You could use packed snow. You could make it kind of an igloo. Um, it wouldn't be that hard, especially to use some branches to mm -hmm. help you sort of form it. Um, in a survival situation, they're actually they, you can get pretty warm inside them. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I, I didn't know the snow was that dense up here. It's but about two we, feet, two feet yeah. deep. So. But it's not light pack. It's it's densely packed where we can we can compress it. Yeah, probably. And okay. Well, then, yeah, I'll definitely make that suggestion if that comes to mind. Then let's, you know, we, we can make a form out of the, the, uh, the snow and then perhaps use these lighter bows as, uh, you know, to keep the uh, any snowfall off of our heads, but at least be able to block the wind and get us some shelter. And speaking of wind, I haven't brought it up, but the, but it is windy. It is, there is wind. And again, well, keep, eat, eat snow. It, keep eating snow. Keep eating snow continually? Yeah, as much as you can, because there's not a whole lot of water in each bite of snow, so you kind of have to keep doing it. He's like, <laughs> taking a cigar out. I would I like you to all, me. I would like you all to do constitution rolls. Uh-oh. Con rolls. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, seven. 32 oh, out of 65. So I'm actually pretty good. I fail. So what, 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 what starts the really bad fails? What number? I got a 97. <laughs> I had a um, hard success. I got an extreme. When I saw the two zeros, I thought, if that comes up as a zero, I'm... <laughs> it did. You have frostbite now. Luckily, it did not. It came Your in finger fell off. Well, not exactly. The problem is, which perhaps some of you began to realize, is that you're in a freezing cold environment and you're drinking ice water. Ooh. You're lowering your core body temperature every time you eat ice. It's different than if you were melting it over a fire and drinking it than it is actually putting something ice cold in your mouth and drinking it. That's right. So you are it's it's you haven't got hyperthermia yet but you suddenly realize you might be on your way to it like how it's the survival guy who said eat snow and harvey's like yeah sure and we i had him roll but he failed oh, uh -huh. <laughs> he read the other survival book <laughs> so we're a little colder than we should be us guys yeah all right us too all right now it takes you constructing a little ice house, uh, a little snow snow 
igloo um, takes a bit of work. So it's very nearly dark by the time that you finish your little uh, igloo. Um, do you set a fire outside uh, the igloo? Um, or do you try to set one inside? You actually need a pretty stable, big igloo to set the light fire inside. Yeah, I, I typically wouldn't suggest, yeah, lighting the fire inside of the snow, because especially if this thing isn't large. Uh, but if someone will need to tend to it all night, it's it, probably not a bad idea for us to take shifts if you think you saw bears. And speaking of bears, oh, I, I, we, we, we bears need to... What's that? I know I saw bears. I didn't then, think then we, I saw bears. We should probably take all of our food and sit it about 100 feet away from where we're camping. And don't keep any food within the igloo. The bears will smell that and just come in for it. And they'll, they'll move you to get to it. I kind of want to... I'm going to check uh, what... Uh, we eat now. Handmade structure to see if it's stable, like structurally sound. Stable enough. Yeah. Okay. But it, but if we don't have the food in here, they, they typically will leave you alone. So we cram our faces now and then put the food over there yeah. and go to sleep. Yeah, get your bellies full. You want to go to sleep with a lot of energy burning. Okay. And you are all you all are quite exhausted. Everybody do listen to this. Listen. Here. There's my hot one. Yeah, that's a fail. Uh, no, twenty-eight out of twenty. I'm a. I'm not paying attention. I'm just cramming me. my face, like I always 30, do. Thirty-seven out of twenty-five. I got forty-one out of forty-five. All of you are standing there, and you suddenly notice Joseph sort of look off into the distance, and and freeze in place. Um, those of you who pass. Uh, you understand why the others don't. Uh, but Joseph, you suddenly hear way off in the distance, sounds like an animal howl. Only you've never heard anything like this before. It's not like a wolf. It's not like a bear. There's not a zoo out here. There's not a zoo out here. And it was, it happened just as the sun dipped down below the horizon. What's... Who heard, who heard that? Wrong. I, I don't know. What was that? A howl? I didn't hear anything. It wasn't a, a wolf. Was it like a bear? I mean... No, bears don't howl like that. What are you guys talking about? Anybody got any water? It, it, it's, it's probably nothing. Just make sure we get all the food out of here and, and keep it away from where we're sleeping. What do you want about? I didn't hear anything. Right. MRC's here. Hey, if we're taking shifts, um, I have a shotgun. I'll go on whoever's taking first shift. Like, everyone who takes a shift can use the shotgun. Okay. I would rather use the shotgun than my 30 yard in the dark. Every one of you will take a shift. And use the shotgun. I'm I'll crawling. take first shift. I'm, I'm crawling in to the igloo to go night night. At first, it's quite cold. It's 
quite uncomfortable in there. But after a number of you get in there, it begins to warm up with your body. And you've packed it hard enough to where the interior of it is slightly wet on the walls, but it's not melting fast enough to where it's actually going to fall apart. And who's who's sitting outside or who's tending the fire? I'll be tending the fire. I'll be first shift. Alone? I uh, I would say so, yeah. Okay. Who's gonna be second shift? I'll do it. Oh well. Okay, DJ. Alright. And then I'll be the one after that. Okay. So you're gonna do what about four hour shifts? Yeah. I think four hour shifts is the best. That way everyone gets at least a decent amount of sleep. Alright. So, um, Benjamin, uh, the others go in and get in there, and within 15 minutes or so, you start to hear at least somebody snoring, maybe a couple of them snoring. Um, you sit in front of the fire. It's kind of nice to have that warm uh, heat from the fire in front of you. About 8 p.m., the sky completely lights up with blood red light and it's the aurora borealis except that they are red instead of greenish blue that's really really weird i always thought it was like a green blue hazel look do you have any uh occult or uh uh, let's say natural history or lore or something along that line? Uh, that's a nope. Okay. So it kind of freaks you out, especially if you've never seen the, uh, the Aurora Borealis before. Because they kind of move. They move and dance in the, in the sky. Um, anybody else inside that may be asleep uh, do a constitution roll to see if you wake up and notice that the entire igloo is red. It's glowing red. If we make it, do we wake up? If you, if you make it, you wake up. I made it and got an odd five. I made it. 45. So I'm got it right somehow. Yes. Harvey is out. He's sawing logs okay. all night long. So maybe maybe Benjamin makes some noise outside, but whatever, you open up your eyes and you see red everywhere. And it kind of freaks you out at first. Well, why is it red? Is there a forest fire? Joseph? Joseph, any idea? It, it shouldn't be red. And this time of year, it should be pretty faint. Not like this. I'm poking my head out and going, Nail, what's going on? Well, you see the, the freaking sky. sky. The sky's all red, man. Yeah, I'll, I'll have made more out as well. Shit. It's bloody. Fuck, man. But, uh, that's fine. right. Get up and just stand and stare. I kind of want... Can I scan around the area? Not just around us. See if there's anything else that'll be ordinary. Sure, do a spot for me. 
Um, do any of you have any American Indian lore or knowledge? You are asking an Englishman. Uh, for a spot hidden. Yeah, you don't see Um, yeah, I do not have anything like that. No. Well, the wind is blowing a little, and um, you're getting little flurries of light snow now and then, but the sky is pretty clear except for this blood red aurora borealis. Uh, and at first, it's kind of disturbing, but then maybe this is just an unusual phenomenon this time of year. It's weird, weird but... Yeah, I've never seen anything like this. Well, I'm going to try and go back to sleep. There's certainly something to tell them lads back at home. Yeah. Harvey. You got the yep. camera, Harvey? Harvey's asleep. Oh. Um, Harvey, do a power roll. That's right, getting some of his energy back or whatever. Um, that would be a 56 out of uh oh, 40. Okay, yeah, Harvey, <clears throat> you are laying there, sound asleep. Um, your dreams begin to take a dark turn, it's cold. Um, you, you're sort of reliving. The digging yourself out of the uh, ice uh, and snow uh, around the airplane and you're stumbling back up to the top of the cliff and you're looking out in the direction that the, the pipeline was but you don't see the pipeline you just see a, an icy snowy horizon going off into the distance um, it's so cold and the wind is blowing and you can hear it whispering, whispering, and you think that it's calling out your name. And then way off, way off in the distance, you you see something and it's moving. It must be a thousand feet tall. And it's moving past the mountains. It's its head is up in the clouds and it's eyes are glowing and it's looking at you and you suddenly wake up uh in in a hot sweat and uh terrifying do a sanity roll to be able to sleep for tonight for real tom thank you uh oh not if I i've done my job <laughs> i failed that by a lot all right uh, do a 1d4. Oh, I didn't. Oh, all right. I will roll it in a second here. I have to fish one of these out. So, used to using virtual dice nowadays. No. Mm -hmm. And, oh gosh, I'm trying not to be clinkety. Hold on, my here. All right, here we go. Uh, four would be four. Four yeah. means that you start screaming. I'm not going to scream so, out loud right now in my house. My, right, right. You guys are 
Uh, you guys are outside the tent looking at the sky, and all of a sudden, Harvey starts screaming bloody murder. What the fuck? Harvey. Harvey, what? fuck. Check <laughs> like he's being murdered. <laughs> Stabbing me uh, with its look. eyes in my eyes. Harvey, are you okay? What man? are you talking about? <sighs> Maybe he's crawling out of the igloo. Like, get, get well, he hasn't. You haven't gone insane, but you, you've been extremely unnerved. You're shaking. Better take the four sanity off, shouldn't I? Um, Harvey, man, you need to calm down. It's working. It's always just like <laughs> he's like wiping snow down his face because he's like in such a sweat. So he's actually outside grabbing snow, <laughs> pushing it at his face. Like, oh, what the hell happened to you? Is this, wait, is it still red outside? Yes. Okay. So now he's you've like, noticed the red sky. <laughs> 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 is, is, is there a bottle of whiskey that we had out nearby? Is I had a flash. I think I he just—he's like taking like it. His it is, I think he's taking the whiskey like without even looking at it, and it's just like I have. Uh, uh, um, <clears throat> you're all heroes to Exxon. Yep. And dreams don't mean a thing. <laughs> Good night. Dreams. Yep. We all have them. We all have them. And he's like crawling back inside the igloo. We all have them. It's okay. As, as you're crawling back into the igloo, all of you suddenly hear howls coming from Plural. multiple places. Yeah, from multiple places. Oh. I don't like that. Bloody hell, not again. Oh, fuck. Some of them are higher pitched than others. Some of them are deep and low. I was, you don't, kind of you'd almost want his... to say wolves, except they would just be. They don't sound like little wolves. Like big wolves. Hey, Iron wolves. Right. No problem. Hey, Joseph, you got me. Is this what you heard? I, you know, the fire will probably hold them back. The light at night. The wolves react to the moon. It could be these animals just reacting to the red light. I mean, it's. That's some weird shit. I'm sure it bothers animals too. I think we need to get our rest and get our asses out of here. But it might be a good idea for us to double up on shifts, just in case something does decide to come out of the trees. I agree. I'm staying out of here. Uh, but give we me my thirty yacht. We still need to try to get some rest, all of us. Okay, thirty yacht. Throw it to you. I think Harvey was crawling back inside, but the howl started. He comes back out, and he's like, watch. Why? You know, I'm not going to be sleeping anytime soon. I'll stay up for a while. Leave that. Uh, do you know how to use one of these? Uh, might, be a, might be a good time to write in your notebook, Harvey. <laughs> this could make an interesting story later. Good idea, Joseph. And Stephen, I do. I did grow up hunting. I brought my 22 along with me. Oh, a fellow hunter. Not that I will do much good against anything. Twenty-two. Oh, well. Upgrade. Thirty odd. There you go. All right, all right. He's checking it like he knows how a little bit. Like whiskey, notebook, thirty odd, fire, red sky. All I'll right. go back in. Finish my sleep for my shift. Yeah, now this there. is between eight and nine o'clock. 
So, Harvey, you have only gotten two hours. Well, he probably, I don't know if he could go back. I don't know. I mean, I feel like he wouldn't want to go back to sleep right away. So, maybe he'll have he to catch not. up. Yeah. He'll catch up at the end of the night, maybe. All right. Two hours. Oof. All right, let's let's we'll generalize this. Some weird maybe you hear some more of that howling in the night. Aurora Borealis go on for a while, but I think they die down uh, in the middle of the night. Um you can all do con rolls and see if you pass. Oh no. Ninety-seven. <laughs> I got another 100. Okay. I got 95. I made it this time. If you fail, if you pass, you manage to get enough sleep to where you're not exhausted. If I probably you... stay up a little bit longer with uh, Harvey and then before okay. I even get hardly any sleep. If you, if you fail or if you don't get enough sleep, then one of the game mechanics in this one is exhaustion. Uh, so at that point in the morning, you have one level of exhaustion. And one level of exhaustion uh, causes you to take a penalty dice on any kind of skill that you need uh, to use your mind for. That includes like aiming your gun. Okay. Well, I have one level. So I rolled a, a 100. Is that mean anything in this case? You know, that's a crit fail. You take yeah. two levels of exhaustion. I got which means... I got a 97, but I doubt that. Which means... Let me find exhaustion. I just lost it. And I had it on the top. Man. Exhaustion. Two Doing levels... So uh, two levels of exhaustion means that you're also... Your speed is going to be about half. So, he's, so penalty, yeah, both so things. A penalty dice, and you're, you're, yeah, you're, you're, you're not feeling it when you're trying to walk. Your mm. every step is you're you're just really really tired. Anything I have to use my brain for? I'm taking a penalty die, and my right. speed's about half. So I'm dragging, I'm literally dragging my ass behind you guys, behind me. <laughs> So, for the future, so that you understand that is, if you if you don't pass the con roll at night, then you're going to take a level of exhaustion. If you get a good night's sleep, you take a level of exhaustion off. Okay. Um, there are six levels of exhaustion. Oh. <laughs> and Harvey is I don't at number want to know two. What those later stages are. I'm one third of the way there, fellas. Yeah, <laughs> going crazy. All right. Um, oh man. The next morning comes, and uh, you manage to pull yourselves together. Uh, we'll say by about eight o'clock. Um, it's freezing cold. More snow fell during the night, uh, which is adding to uh, Harvey's difficulty in moving forward but the 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 snow is thinnest 
the closer you are to the pipeline itself. Right. Is Harvey visibly sick? No, but he is. Looks like he's really, really tired. Got um, his hand up on the pipe to try to help him along. Right. We're we're early into this, Harvey. I I, I, I got you. Last night was a, a rough night. Why don't uh Why don't you let us lighten your load there? So, you know, I don't want you getting too tired. We want to keep you strong. Now, if you take... recall, you do have the the little makeshift sled that you created. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you're welcome to throw your your pack on there. I mean, you can get whatever you want off when you need it off. I'm just dragging it. I probably have the sled just tied around my waist. You know, it's not that something. difficult to, to drag. Them. Yeah. He's like, um, he's like, uh, he coughs probably pretty hard there. He's been smoking and puffing it through the snow. He's like, okay, okay. Thanks, uh, Joe, Joseph, Joey. <laughs> All this crap on there. <laughs> Which you probably noticed at one point, there's like a roll, you know, like the suit bags that kind of fold in half. Like, there's a full tailored suit. There's still a suit. <laughs> well, he's a PR guy. Um, you never know. But, mm. yeah. All right. It at this point, you know that you have 10 or 11 miles to go. You covered three, maybe three and a half, maybe four. You're not exactly it, sure. It's doable. If we make good pace all day, we could we could be down in town by nightfall. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, I feel like you keep moving. And now, keep let me make something hobby. clear. You are... You are 10 miles away from the pumping station. Oh, okay. Uh, at Shooting Landing. Uh, Telegraph Creek is another 25 miles beyond that. What's at the pumping station? What can we expect to find there? Is the it just a building station. with just a building with machines in it? It's it's a it's a compound. Yeah. There's there there would be people there. Okay. There should be people there. Communication. There'll be people, there'll be shelter, that's fine. All right. Yeah, and we can actually do so. Well, I can actually do something. I might be able to... I would Isn't like that to supposed know... Snow cat, yeah? Yeah. I would like to know marching order. And you're walking along the... Uh... That could be side to side. Well, you know. Could there be one security at the front, one security at the back? Cause... Yeah, I'd probably be hanging back with Harvey, making sure he's making his way. And then Steve and, and I'll be there. up the front with uh, my 30 out and I'm my binoculars. Joseph, I'd be in the. I'd probably want to be in the very tail end. It, it, it's uh, it's my nature to want to watch how everybody else is doing. Yeah. Keep an eye on the group. Well, I'll be up front with you then, Steve. All right, so Derek and Steven, you're up in the front, followed by Benjamin, then Harvey, then Joseph, or Benjamin and Harvey are walking side by side. Um, the weather is not too great. You're getting uh, a lot of um, fog-like conditions. Uh, it's very white. Uh, hurts your eyes a little bit, the glare of the sun in the morning. Um, you're trying to try to keep the glare from giving you sunburned eyes. Which is all 
which is already rough because lights reflecting off the snow and getting in your eyes anyway. Right. So it gives you a little bit of a headache. Um, you can see in the distance that the clouds are rolling in. Uh, so it's going to get really gray. And uh, there's kind of a, a lot of haze. So you can't see a long way ahead of you. Um, but you've got, got the pipeline to follow. Um, Stephen and Derek do spot the windspot. Alrighty. Ooh, 83 out of 65. Uh, 10. Okay. Derek, um, you're walking along with Stephen, and perhaps you're chatting about this and this just to keep your morale up. And Derek, you notice something. It's just up ahead of you, sort of emerging as you're walking from the haze. Um, it's kind of glare but it looks like there is something that is wrapped. It looks like a bulge in the pipeline. Like there's something on the pipeline or around the pipeline. It's not very big. Barely see it as you're coming up, but as you're getting closer, there's a body and it's on the side on the on the upper side of the pipeline sort of draped over the pipeline um, by now Stephen you see it uh, the others are not paying that close attention I'll, I'll, I'll rush on ahead to it because I want to Okay, so I'll, you guys see Derek suddenly rush ahead. So I want to check that. I want to check it out. I want to. Derek, you see something? Jack. There's a body, man. Yeah, we both body. see something. There's a body on the bloody pipe. A body? Body. All right. <sighs> All right. Let's get out. Well, I'm, I'm checking out. Derek, yeah. you run ahead. And as you come up to the spot where this is, you realize that it's the pilot from your airplane oh, that he has been strung up on the pipe. He has been gutted. His internal organs are pulled out and he is tied to the pipeline with his intestines. Do a sanity roll. Oh no. Oh, and each of you can do sanity rolls as you come up oh, and see this. Shit, this is not a good time to get. Okay, zero, I don't want to see zero, that. Zero. I already had two oh, 100 rolls tonight. I, I don't. I got a fucking. I I I failed. All right. I'm not gonna tell you this one. Derek gets there first. Uh, Derek, do a one d. Four plus one. Okay. Oh my goodness. Okay. Four plus mm -hmm. five. Oh, oh no. Oh no. Um, do a Very... do a one d eight. Okay. I'm just like, oh, oh yeah. Shit. 
The best part of the game, right? Five. Here. <laughs> five? Yeah, five. Um as, as you look at this, uh wait. Um as you as you look at this, you start moving backwards and your legs go completely numb and you fall down in the snow and you can't feel your legs and you're staring into this this bloody corpse uh and you're you're completely freaking out you're starting to yell um what the steven you get there the next what did you pass i i passed with a hard success okay take one sanity point and uh um and you're staring up into this horror that you're seeing uh benjamin how'd you do i got 28 I'm at 28, 23 out of uh, 48. All right. So one, one, one point of sand damage. Um, and Joseph, and, uh, Harvey and Joseph, how did you guys do? I, I failed. I failed also by 10 points. All right. Uh, 1D, 4, plus 1. Oh, that's another 3 for Harvey. Took 2. All right. So you guys are all standing there, staring up into the horror that was your pilot, uh, strung up on the pipeline by his own intestines. And we'll, this is fucking crazy. I think that's a good what? spot for us to end it. You can have your reactions next week. Wait. <laughs> so we, we all know it's the pilot, right? Yeah. I mean, you recognize him. All right, our Get players. <laughs> our players included Fred Carter, Lucas Gashauer, Gashauer, uh Josh Harwood, Jeff Beck, and Dakota Davis. With yours truly as the keeper of the secrets, we're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. We have a new patron. One of our regular players, Bill Riggle, has pledged $3 a month. He is currently helping us by playing testing. Uh, he's play testing one of our other games, Failed Prospects. Uh, for your contributions, Bill, we thank you. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel. And punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure in the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.